You are all currently on a carriage heading towards Castle Cornwallis, where the gentle King Cornwallis rules his vast and mighty kingdom, the Kingdom of Corn. Gentle King Cornwallis has not called visitors or guests to his mighty castle in over five years, and out of the blue, he decided to abruptly throw a debutante ball for his three adult children. A debutante ball is a big deal in the Kingdom of Corn, and you've been lucky enough to get an invite for one reason or another. There are three debutantes, and one of them is a dude, and they all have been bestowed with a rose of love for the evening, to be given to those who they wish to marry. Not only is the rose of love legendarily beautiful, but it has a cold, hard cash value of over $100. Whoa. Everyone roll a d20, and if anyone gives abo- gets above 15, let me know. I got a I got nine. A seven. I got a four. I have a ten. All right, Andrew is the highest. Um, We cut to Andrew, who is in his carriage heading towards Castle Cornwallis. Are we all in the same carriage, or are we all in different carriages? All in different carriages. It's a real classic. Do we get to decide what our carriage looks like? Oh, this is opulent. Oh, you get to decide what you look like. The carriages are very ornate. Oh, man. Okay. It is a very ornate princess, uh, uh, what's a Sleeping Beauty style carriage with Made uh, from a pumpkin? fine like brass from some on peasant? the outside. That's Cinderella, no. dickhead. Yeah, that's Cinderella, you dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember okay, Sleeping I forgive Beauty. You. It's a nice carriage, all right? If uh, Andrew, what does yes. your character look like just sitting there in his carriage waiting to roll up to Castle Cornwallis? My character is named Rowan Astoria. He's a changeling sorcerer of the clockwork soul. And he is in the carriage. He has the usual long white hair as changelings do. His is in a nice French braid with a big indigo bow tying it together. Wow. He is wearing a big fluffy, like poofy kind of Casanova type of shirt. With a golden ascot. Oh. He has some, like, pants that are, like, regal riding pants and large black boots made of leather that go up to his knees. Can Sounds I just like say, a pimp. That, that ascot <laughs> really got to Branson there. <laughs> oh, a golden ascot with a puffy shirt? That's fucking gorgeous. He is sitting... He's very relaxed. He His legs are... Extended about as far as I can with the with the feet crossed over one another, and he is smelling a pink carnation that he's holding. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, he's smelling a flower that he brought. Yes. Uh, can, can can I ask you? I know changelings have like. Is, does he have a weird amorphous face without features, <clears throat> or how do changelings look? He is very pale. He has white eyes. Um, very pale. Um, I think that. If he passed by you too quickly, it, you wouldn't know if it was a person or not. Like, he just, I think it's just, like, very strange. He, I think he's handsome, um, but you you can't, like, look directly at him almost. Okay, and you know you can change your appearance at will, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, and he cho- he's constantly in the changeling mode? Right now in the carriage, he's relaxed, so he's in the changeling ah, mode. I think okay. in front of others, he makes himself look like more like a handsome human male. Okay. Or maybe like a half off. 
And why did you get invited? Why are you, do you have enough renown to get invited to this? Um, word of my um, romantic demeanor has been spread across the kingdom, I think. Mm. And also he wants to go because he's never seen a rose in person. Oh, nice. He's an eligible bachelor. Who he's wishes- only seen thorns <laughs> in his life. <laughs> good, All right. Good God. After some time has passed, you see Castle Cornwallis on the horizon. It is a beautiful nine-bedroom and 12-bathroom castle nestled upon some granite cliffs overlooking the Sea of Corn. A large red heart has been hung up with elaborate silk tapestry right over the large front double doors. Your carriage daintily rolls to a stop and the door opens. You see a procession in front of you of servants who are holding flowers, but not roses. They are very careful not to include any roses. And they are throwing petals at your feet as you walk towards the front door. A man greets you who is wearing regal attire. His skin is quite jaundiced, and he has maybe two hairs left on his bald head at most. Uh, Major Dormo Simpson approaches and says, Hello, how are you doing? Are you on the list? Rowan Astoria. Mm. And what do you look like right now? Um, I think he's gotten striking dark blue eyes. His lips have pinkened a little bit. His cheekbones have lifted, and his jawline is so straight. Mm. You can't believe it. Is he just gorgeous? He's just gorgeous. And then as he approaches, the carnation in his hand forms into a bouquet using uh, prestigitation. Ooh. I might have to turn on the air conditioning in my house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. And, And he takes the bouquet, and he says... For you, to the man at the door, <laughs> and uh, uh, give me, give me a. Uh, uh, a I don't think persuasion. the guy could take it though. Like I don't think he could take the item, right? I just want to see how much he blushes. Give me a persuasion check. I oh, know it does last in your hand. Uh, okay. What am I rolling? Sorry. Persuasion. Seventeen. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, and he blushes mightily. Wait, you rolled a seventeen, or you rolled a ten, and then that's added. a total. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he blushes mightily, and even though he's like a kind of a middle-aged adult man, it's almost like, wow, we got a real looker here. And as you continue into the party, you see this enormous crowd, servants going to and forth in this large, elaborate ballroom that has a gigantic descending staircase coming down right in the center as we cut to another. Who got second highest on the D20 roll? I believe it was Charles. Yeah, it was me. Okay, Charles, your character is sitting in a carriage heading towards the castle. Uh, what are they doing and what do they look like? All right, well, I'm a little kitty cat named French Fry the Cat. I got a button nose, some little whiskers. I got a little tabby coat pattern on my fur. I got some little white boots. I got a white uh, vest. Charles, are you playing and- your cat? Yeah, well, some a cat that looks like my cat, coincidentally. Wait, are you describing are you, his, are you his, looking his at coat your, pattern, or is he wearing you, little white boots and a little white yeah. vest? <laughs> that's the coat pattern. No, that's the little fur. So it's not a real vest. It's not a real Disappointing all of us. Didn't dress uh, up at all. Well, too bad. Hey, but the night is just a puppy. We can see. Maybe they'll get a vest by the end of it. Yeah. And uh, my little kitty cat is an unaligned tiny beast with two HP. <laughs> 
Uh, it has nine lives, though. I'm probably just going to die a lot, is my guess. Um, yes. Uh, Charles says he wanted to play a, a kitty cat. And Joel is like, all right, I'll make you a tabaxi character. And, and then Charles like, no. was just like, no, I want to be a little kitty cat. Like I felt cat. so. I, I looking back on it right now, I feel so stupid because I legit said in my mind, "Wow, that's a really good character idea to have like a tabaxi bard, uh, you know, for this type of thing." And he's like, "No, I'm literally a fucking house cat." Yeah, well, not just a house cat. He also assured me that this house cat is. Uh, what about this cat's personality? So this cat is a wise cracking house cat. <laughs> but the other thing he is, he can talk. The cat can talk. Yeah, I can talk. That's what he's getting at. And I like to make trouble, but I'm also lazy, and I like to lay in the sun. What's Charles your is from the food? school of mentality that is, uh, tell it, don't show it. Just tell people that they're a wisecracking cat. Don't show it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I know if how you, these <laughs> listeners are. You can't trust Charles them. Charles writes for Marvel movies. Feed them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish I could do a Marvel movie about a, a little talking kitty cat. Shut but Branson, up. to answer your question, my favorite food is cat food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, what's good. your favorite? What's your favorite material to play with as a kitty um, cat? Probably a yarn ball, especially if it has catnip <laughs> inside of it. Now, what? How do you feel about couches? Oh, sometimes I gotta scratch my little paws on there, get my little claws dug in. Can't help it. Even though people get mad at me, it just feels good to do it. <sighs> and you, cats are basically—they always want to feel good and like do what they want all the time. Oh, yeah, wow. just like yeah, people. I never thought of it like that way. Just like me. Just like Brandon. Charles, what so if someone... Are you a cat or are you like a MILF? I'm, I'm like a, a MILF. Kitty, you, live that, you live that MILF light. I have cat-like qualities, but I also Char have MILF-like qualities. I've been living that MILF life. Not permanent, but you know, it's been great. Charles, what if someone was to scratch your back end? Uh, I'd probably just start stretching out a little bit and let them, let them uh, scratch my coat. Okay. And does, Do you get like people to poof your tail? Like kind of run their fingers along your tail and poof it up for you? Well, as long as they're doing it in a nice way and not rubbing my fur backward, then I'd get mad. Wow. Better not do that then. Better not. Uh -oh. It's a really good character trait. It's really unique. <laughs> <laughs> and um, why is a talking cat getting invited to this, Charles? Well, why is he being brought in a carriage? My, <laughs> why my, is the talking cat riding in a carriage great, towards great, a debutante ball? ancestor was Cleopatra's cat. And my great grandfather was um, Bill Clinton's cat Socks. So I come from a long line of prestigious powerful cats. So one of your parents... Does not answer the question is, at all. Does not answer the question well, whatsoever. For, no, hold on. We got a lot to digest here, Joel. I got, I, I'm, let, I'll, I'll tell you when to sick them. This uh, is important. So your dad is a cat that is about from about 20 years ago. No, I'm saying and the, the Cleopatra uh, cat is great, 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 great ancestor. Like too many greats. Okay. To, it would take okay. all four hours to say how many generations that was. So of the royal line, you mean? Yeah. So you're a royal cat. I'm that a royal cat and also a presidential cat. Yeah. <laughs> you're okay. Who exists in the kingdom of court, I guess? I guess. I don't. You tell me. You're the D. And I, why? I'm not trying no, to code DM this time. I told you, tell you, me. you have to come up. I told you, you have to come up with a reason of no, why you I have the reason. It. I'm just saying you can tell me whether the Clintons exist in the kingdom or if the U.S. is a separate country or whatever. But. The, the Clintons exist, but they're, you know, uh, they're just a mine. They're, they're farmers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, my, my Are, lineage is so pure and my blood is so pure. They couldn't help but invite me. So they invited you because you're a noble cat. Yeah. So okay. bestiality and, is oh, a norm in this place now. Like Charles just like you, 
change no, the direction I'm, of no that's the thing i'm neutered i'm not actually interested <sighs> i don't know if i'm revealing too much of my motivation here but i'm not interested in the debutantes i just want to chew on the rose so okay you came because I'm, you want to chew on the rose yeah i'm trying to get the rose from the debutante just so i can chew on it because it looks so good and i've never had one. Oh, pretty good all right and the royal cat arrives, and I imagine that, you know, there's one royal cat and everyone knows how to deal with it. So you are greeted um, as the carriage swings open. They have per, uh, they have uh, uh, given you a small cat bed to lay on <laughs> if you choose. Oh, sure. Why not? You know, I'm lazy. And you lay on it, and uh, uh, Major, Dorm- Major Domo Simpson comes, and he says, Ah, uh french fry the cat it's good to see you shall i put you in your usual spot and i say what's wrong cat got your tongue (laughs) very good sir and he walks you inside (laughs) and uh you walk or you don't walk in you're being held up to human eye level by a servant who brings you into a grand banquet hall where people are running around and moving back and forth and there's servers and there's nobles and soldiers and all kinds of guys in there and they put you in an area in the corner to just kind of watch out at (laughs) i'm like i hope they have salmon and gravy here from friskies (laughs) um who rolled third highest Joel. All right. So inside of your carriage, Joel, your character is sitting there doing what? Looking like what? Um, so my character is only three feet, three and a half feet tall. So his little legs are just kicking really excitedly um, in the carriage back and forth like a baby. Um, he is cherubic looking. He's a halfling. He has serious male How pattern. How cherubic <laughs> are we talking here? Well, let, I'll get there because that's going to, you can decide that on your own. Um, oh, thank you. So he has serious male pattern baldness, um, kind of like tanner skin um, and gray hair. Um, let's start at his feet and work the way up. Let's uh, do that. So oh, let's start at his feet. Yeah. So he has scale armor that is completely pink. Um, and he's, on his greaves, there are red hearts on the buckled areas. And then if you go up his legs, there are red hearts on the kneecap. And then at his crotch, there's a big red heart. And the breastplate is entirely a heart, just a big red heart. Something like a theme um, here. And then on his gauntlets, each knuckle where it would bend is a heart. Okay. Um, the elbow pieces, there are more hearts. Um, and then as you go up, you realize he has no helmet, but he looks exactly like Clint Howard. <laughs> okay. Um, and he's carrying a mace that just is, has a big red heart on it and a shield that is just a big giant red heart. Oh, um, okay. And is it is it uh, aesthetically all the exact same heart? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like the perfect like red heart, classic red heart. Oh, nice. So, uh, what's this guy's deal? What's so, he like? <laughs> so he looks outside and he see he looks at the sun and the sun gives him a big old smiley face and a wink and his his eyes start to tear up <laughs> and he turns. To <laughs> Wait, <work>. why? <laughs> why do his eyes tear up? Because the sun winked at him. Because because he's he's been shown love. And so he turns and looks at the tree, and there are two blue jays in the tree, and they're hugging each other. <laughs> Wait, the birds are hugging with their wings? Yeah. <laughs> and he starts to cry a little bit. And he looks at the other side, and there are two squirrels, and they're nuzzling each other. It's okay. so fun how we all get to be DMs during these. <laughs> Not me. I'm giving Branson all the room he wants. 
and he's just he's just saying, oh, it's so sweet of everybody to be so loving. And, and does it work that way for if he sees some snails? There's two of them and they're mm-hmm. kissing. Yep, they're if kissing. The snails are wrapping their uh, weird sluggy bodies around each other. Um, just two rats are fingering each other. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Joe, of how them. rosy? How rosy is his nose? Well, again, yeah. So he is very cherubic. Like his ro- his nose is basically just completely crimson along with his cheeks. But again, the face of Clint Howard. So it looks like it got dr- like a on a three block. foot tall halfling man. Yeah, it looks like a cinder block was dropped on it multiple times. And, and what's this guy's deal? Why did he get invited? Oh. Uh, well, his name is Sven Leopold Turkulu, Um, and he got invited only because he heard about this going on so much that he annoyed uh, everyone else about it so much because he had to go there to see the romantic action. Uh, not that he's necessarily attractive whatsoever, but he just wants to be a part of it. He annoyed everyone so much they sent him an invitation. Because he just wants to see love. He just wants, he just loves love. Not that he's deserving of it or wants it. He just loves the idea of, of love. other people having it. Yeah, he likes romance. This guy's a little voyeuristic oh, okay. freak. I mean, not really. It's it's not gross. Does like he that, represent Charles. an organization or a god or a church Mm-mm. or is it just. Nope. Nope. Just a love guy. He just, just wearing lo- my love armor and going yep. to take it I think out. it's very sweet. I'm really into it. I really like. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. I think it's cool. It's what too. the world needs. I'm not saying I don't think it's cool. I just, you know, when, when you see a big piece like that, sometimes you want to chew on it a little bit for a while. Take nope. it for a spin. No, there's not see a whole lot there. He's all, he's all style yeah, and no right. substance. It's pretty boring. There's not a lot there. All right. And you, when the door opens to your carriage and this beautiful castle has a gigantic red heart on it, how do you feel? Well, first he has to climb out of it. Like he has to put his hands down in his feet and kind of climb down one step at a time, really oh, slowly. He's, he's like, okay. yeah, it's a really tall carriage. It's like yeah. a four foot drop. Yeah, uh, but then he sees the big red heart and it just fills him with joy. And he just <gasps> and sighs and puts his like clasps his uh, hands together oh, and puts yeah. them on his I, cheek. It shakes his head. I was just wondering, I was wondering, is there a name for that hand maneuver? Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, is it just swooning? The, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's very swooned by this giant heart. He's so happy, and he kind of tears up again. By the idea of love represented by a big heart. He's just happy to see the thing that he loves so much being celebrated on such a level. Can I ask Branson a question that relates to Joel's character? Sure. Uh, does the Hallmark Corporation exist in this kingdom? God damn, dude. And, and I'm curious when what you would see- think of it if it did. After you're done looking at the heart, uh, Sven, <laughs> you see the stairs and the large chamber in front of you, and a man named Major Domo Simpson approaches you and says, Oh, um, I'm sorry, are you here for the debutante ball? Yes, I was invited here. You all sent me the letter. I'm so excited to be here. And what's your name? My name is Sven Leopold Turkulu. Oh, I'm so um, excited. Uh, I can't wait to see the roses and people holding hands and maybe having yeah, spaghetti go, go dinners. You can go all ahead right. and mingle on in there. Thank you. All right, yeah, all right, go on. All right. <laughs> Crosses your name off the list as quick as he can. And then, Nick, your character is sitting in a carriage and just pulling up to Castle Cornwallis. What are you doing in the carriage and what do you look like? So uh, my character is named Captain Pierre Dupiero. Um, 
I'm an explorer, a diplomat, and a navy man. And he's wearing an immaculate dress uniform, so it's like a vivid white, not a speck of dirt on him, with big shaggy yellow epaulettes on his shoulders. So like the tassels sort of swing back and forth whenever he walks, and he's wearing one of those admiral's hats, like Napoleon. So he he has nice shiny boots, you know, crisp white pants, uh, perfectly uh, folded. He uh, his fingernails are immaculate. Everything about him, you could you could set your watch to him. Like wakes up and goes to sleep at the exact same time every single day uh, to give you an impression of what he's like. Uh, he loves duty. He hates ne'er do wells and shirkers. Whoa, 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 whoa! He whoa, loves whoa. duty. Somebody, somebody else want to handle this? He loves duty. <laughs> you guys, you guys need to grow up. Really? Grow up. Well, he this didn't is spell, He's got to spell it for us. Which kind he meant? Uh, it, it, you know, like his duty on his ship, like taking care of his crewmates. It's very important to him. Uh, you know, carrying his out vocation. the will. Yeah, he's a captain. Uh, he, he's got a tight ship to run. You know. Uh, so he usually has a stiff upper lip, like his countenance, his bearing. Um, he, he'd make a really great marble bust someday. Would not have a lot of room for romance. No, he, he finds himself torn between his own desires to have a family. You know, like his idea of love is sitting beside a roaring fire with his beloved while she knits and he reads in a chateau somewhere. Um, cozy, but still like somewhat opulent to reflect his station in life as a captain. You know, he, he orders people around. Um, he has a shaved head with a little bit of hair on the back, and um, he has a, a slight dual scar on his cheek from his younger, wilder days, and he looks upon mm. those days with some embarrassment. Uh, when you say he, a little bit of he... hair on the back, do you mean a rat tail? No, no, like it's just a shorter back there. Like he's lost some of his hair on top, but then shaves it like because he's sort of embarrassed, but then keeps what he has, you know. All right. So we have two balding guys. (laughs) We have two balding guys, a cat and a shapeshifter. (laughs) So who do they pass up to? to Let me toss ball. (laughs) What's the worst looking guy in the the kingdom? (laughs) All right. Perhaps the king is playing some sort of game. Mm, and uh, what is what is Captain Pierre doing in the carriage as it rolls forward? So he's going over the duty roster for his ship because even <laughs> though he's like on his way to a party, he, he still has tasks and duties to keep everything going. So uh, Charles, can you handle that one? The duty roster. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. <laughs> what roster is that a roster of duty? Yeah, you know all the all the chores like swabbing the poop deck. Who's going to be doing that? All right. All right, if you're gonna, gonna let that one go. It. Uh, well, he's. Leaning. I think it's a, that is a good place to stop. Let's it's a good not, place to move on. It's not. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> if he's leaning into it, he's not ashamed he needs to of be it. Mad we can't about it. Or you've been made powerless. <laughs> yeah. He beat your asses. <laughs> he's bullying us technically. <laughs> Charles goes. Hey, he got, you, he got you all pretty good. I mean, yeah. he's leaning into it. He got our asses. <laughs> but he what do you mean by doing. a poop deck, though? See, you know what? I shouldn't have aligned myself with Charles on this after he took such a savage burn from Andrew three minutes into the oh, show. Oh, yeah. You got He's rocked. scrambling now. No, I didn't. I'm... Well, I guess that's yeah, let's that. let's just quit. <laughs> All right. Well, that. this has been Dungeons and Deagles. Good to see you, folks. <laughs>